Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Daniel, we're back. Friday episode three times this week, five times during the season. Glad to be back. We have Fact or Fiction on the docket. We're bringing back an oldie but a goodie Mm. to the show. We do like... Something or something else we, questions, look, it seems like. We look, are not Dana great at multiple I, choice. No, Scantron's not even our friends. No, just nuance. Give us, <laughs> give, us, give us one side of a coin or another side of a coin. We and are binary we creatures. You. Ones and zeros, <laughs> black and white. This is where we excel. If you ask us complex emotional questions, we freeze up and, <laughs> and we just sit there staring at you. It gets very Have awkward. you been talking to my therapist, Clint? Is that <laughs> I I haven't been talking to mine. Nearly so. a word for word recap of what I was recently told. Uh, so. Hey, we're glad you're with us. Uh, like we said, if you're a longtime listener, keep sticking with us. We're so happy you are. We are very, very thankful for you. If you're new to the podcast, glad you found us. Daniel and I are incredible fans of UGA, and we want you to be the best fan possible. So this podcast is for fans and by fans, Daniel. That's right. Trying to help you be the best fan that you can be. If you want to join us, LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com or at Dogs Podcast on Twitter are the ways that you can get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you. We get emails and uh, messages on Twitter all the time from you guys, and we really do love interacting with you. Uh, even if we don't respond or don't respond right away, we do read all the messages and we respond to as many of them as we can. And so we appreciate uh, you and all of your contributions to the show. We love your ideas uh, for segments, your thoughts, opinions questions and all that stuff if you want to subscribe to the podcast leave us a rating or a review tell a friend about the podcast all those things help us out we don't ask you um, to give us money or to you know come behind a paywall or whatever it, it honestly sounds creepy it sounds like we're trying to lure you it sounds like a dateline <laughs> every time situation you say when we're I say, not doing it i'm just like a, we're trying to like get you to go behind a paywall like that's a Ooh, that's like texting a kid about what college they're going to go to or tweeting phrasing. at a kid about it's not great. No. Um, yeah, so we're not about that. We just leave all of that to the so-called uh, recruiting experts to Quote, um, let you let you go behind their paywalls instead of ours. We're just happy to talk about UGA. We, we like that you like UGA. We know that we like UGA. And so um, that's what we're here to talk about. So we're going to talk about the football season. Uh, we're going to talk about UGA and some of its rival schools today. We're going to play fact or fiction. Sometimes it's hard to know the difference between fact or fiction. Clint, really I don't is. want to go all political on you. but Please don't. Um, Please. Just, I, <laughs> look, this podcast is going to have a real short air, air uh, uh, <laughs> Shelf life. If you're going to do that, yeah. I mean, some people would love. That's not. That's not even the thing. See, some of y'all think that if we gave you our political opinions, that part of you would love it, and part of you would hate it. The truth is, all of you would hate it. All of we you would offend everyone. <laughs> Last we would one just of you. Aff- <laughs> we would just offend all y'all. But um, uh, we're trying to we're trying to navigate through the fake news of college football, mm-hmm. and we're trying to get to the fact, separating the fact from the fiction, and so. Um, we're going to jump into that now. We just recently did a countdown on Friday episodes, Clint, of the, of the games we are most excited about of the 2020 college football season. What game came in at number one on that list for the people, Clint? Uh, that was the Alabama Crimson Tide game, Daniel. That is correct. Not the Florida Gators. No. It was the Alabama Crimson Tide, the, the game that we are most excited to see 
most excited as true UGA fans. Cannot wait until week three of the season going down to Tuscaloosa. We both said mm. we love that it's a road game. Mm-hmm. We love that we're going in a hostile environment. We love that we are going to be a double-digit dog in that game. Good Lord, Thir- give me all. And a, 13 and a half is what I think it's will be. It's not. Oh, okay. I, think, I thought sorry. you saw a line think, for 13. No, no, no. I, I was think. about to start typing furiously like a ah, like a freaking ah, meth gator. Ah, typing like a meth gator over which, here. Which, by the way, trying to the, get to lots that of line. keys being hit. Gators don't have yes. those those thumbs. Yes, no opposable thumbs. Um, uh, Clint, the, the question, though, is this. Yeah. Alabama is the game that we are most excited about for the 2020 college football Ooh, yeah. season. But I ask you, fact or fiction – Alabama is the most important game for the University of Georgia this season. Uh, that would be fiction, Daniel. It's the most anticipated. But, it's the most exciting. That correct. It's going to be the correct. biggest stage. There's going to be more hoopla. Uh, ESPN may break every rule that it's ever followed and thrown on game day right on down there. They just say, screw it. CBS has it. Clearly, it's SEC. It's early on. But let's go on down. Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. Let's have oh, they're going to be there. They're going they gonna to be there. They're going to be. By the way, again, ESPN, if you're listening, Maria Taylor is your future. Let her take over. I am to begging be clear, you. I do not think ESPN has a future, but I understand the sentiment that you're trying to get at. <laughs> That's, I'm just I'm trying so, to I'm trying to help them. If only they would let me let me help you. Let me no, help you. But they won't. They won't. They won't. They won't um, no, it's it's not. It's a fiction. Okay. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be fantastic. We are going to be all over it clearly. But that's not the most important game of the season, Daniel. And and it's not particularly it's not. close. It's not close at all. Right, friends. We have gone on record as as having said we would rather get shellacked, blown out, run out of the building in this game than lose to Florida by one point. Oh. Okay, that should give you an indication of what what game is the most important game in this season, Clint. And it, it, you said it's not particularly close. It's not close whatsoever. And the reason I think this is an important conversation for us to have is because we just need to be united in understanding what's real and what's not real, Georgia fans. We're here to help you be the best fans that you can be. Just because you're the most excited about it, just because it's the most anticipated, it does not mean that you have to fall into the trap of believing that's the most important. And the reason I say that is because if we win or lose this game, you do not need to fly off the rails in elation or depression. Now, Clint, are we going to fly off the rails in elation of or depression if we win or lose? Of, of course, course we are, we but sh- but we should not. That's the point. We should not. If we lose this game, we can still win the national championship. If we win this game, we can still not make the SEC championship or the college football playoff. You guys Clint. realize that? That is. Uh, that is a definite possibility. Win or lose this game. Now. I think the moral of the story is is that what Georgia fans need to remember is that what the national media thinks of us yeah. is not, and I repeat, is not in the least bit relevant to huh. our actual success wait, wait, hold in up. football. Hold up. Wait. Mm. The opinion of those who are constantly wrong but have – the ability but constantly to put talking on TV <laughs> all the live long day doesn't matter. Yes, 
it actually, believe it or not, Clint, doesn't matter at all. Wow. Like, new information. Even a little bit. Um, what Paul Feinbaum says about us after the Georgia Alabama game has literally no bearing on our ability to win the national championship. To, to be to be fair, uh, what Paul Feinbaum has to say about anybody right now doesn't really matter. He's has has literally no bearing on anything or anyone at any time. So, um, just let's just begin to try to separate ourselves. Georgia fans have a long-standing mm-hmm. hatred of the media because we believe that we are constantly slighted and dissed, and everyone who says anything bad about us, dude, dear God, don't let David Pollock pick the other team when oh he's on gosh. television, or Georgia oh, fans are word. going to lose their ever-loving minds, guys. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who picks us. It doesn't matter who likes us. It doesn't matter how good they talk about us or how bad they talk about us. It it just doesn't matter. All we have to do is win the important games on the schedule. And Alabama game is important, but it's not the most important game of the no, season. not at all. Fine. By the way, really quick before we go to the next segment, I got three lines, early lines on Bama UGA. Daniel. Oh, hit me. Hit me. Uh, four. Four no. and a half. And no. seven and a half. Okay, that one's better. Uh, the most intriguing one to me, I found an over-under for 44 and a half. Give me the over. Oh, you want the over. Oh, I want the over. You think we're going to go in there and, and, and really 20, score some 20, points? 20, 28. <gasps> oh, that Yoik. felt bad. Yikes. Hey, um, we got another. Well, we better score more than twenty-eight because we're only going to give up ten in that game. So forty-four and a half. I'm going to go hard under on that. It's just another factor fiction coming up. Uh, first, Clint, I, I'm really interested in all the parts that my car will ever need. Where can I get them? I'm going to tell you this right now. RockAuto.com, Daniel. It's RockAuto.com. All the parts your car, whatever car you have, Honda Odyssey 2005. If you have a 99 Forerunner or if you have a 2011 mm-hmm. Tundra, guess what? All the you parts go to RockAuto.com. That's right. You get all the parts you need. You don't have to go to the auto parts store. You don't have to. You, you don't have to risk getting some sort of illness. You don't have to wear a mask to shop at RockAuto.com if unless, you don't like unless wearing you a mask. want to. You could wear a mask. If you love wearing a mask, you could wear a mask and go shopping at rockauto.com. Maybe that helps you feel a little bit safer. Uh, when your car parts show up on your front door and they just get dropped off there and it's the exact right part for your exact car because you just typed it in and then they automatically sent you the best part at the best price. Um, when it shows up on your door, you could either wipe it down. You could dump gallons of Clorox on it or do not, that. whichever do makes you feel comfortable. Car parts okay? don't, need, don't need bleach, Daniel. I'm just saying it's you're in control oh, of this whole shit. process. When you buy car parts at rockauto.com, it is uh, reliably low prices. Uh, it is uh, amazing selection. It is all the parts that your car will ever need. You um, put in the uh, – you, you, you type in locked on in the section, how did uh, you hear about us, and that lets them know that we sent you. And you get amazing deals on car parts, rockauto.com. Clint, we could talk about that Alabama game. It feels like for a long time. It feels like we will be talking about it for the next, oh, I don't know, two months. It feels like it's going to be a topic of conversation uh, coming up. But we got another fact or fiction to get to. Clint, what is this one? 
fact or fiction? Daniel, Tennessee, the University of Burnt Orange Sherbert, and Jeremy Pruitt. Jeremy Pruitt's Conehead. That's correct. And Meth Gators. And Meth Gators at the border. Just do you think that's Tennessee's like defense mechanism? Do you think that Tennessee is trying to defend against the insurgency from Alabama and def- and Meth Gators is going to hold the border? Listen, there are worse ideas. It's certainly it's certainly something that fits the the part. It's par for the course mm-hmm. for Tennessee. I'll tell you that much. Something to consider. Uh, Tennessee is closer to competing for the SEC East than Florida is to winning the SEC championship. Fact or fiction? Tennessee is closer to competing for the East than Florida is for competing for the SEC championship. Well, both of those teams, I'm going to say that that is... A fact. And here's why I'm going to say it's a fact. I'm going to say it's a fact because both of those teams are one team away from being in the position that you described. Mm-hmm. So we say competing for the SEC East, meaning, in my mind, they finish top two. Correct. In the SEC, that they are in a competition with one other school for the title of SEC East champion. And when you say competing for an, oh no, you didn't say competing, you said winning. An SEC championship for Florida. Let's, you said let's let's change it to competing. We'll keep we'll okay. keep consistent. So Florida is one team away. They have to jump over Georgia in order to be competing for an SEC championship. So both schools, technically speaking, are one school away. Now I know some of you might argue South Carolina is better than Tennessee. Kentucky has been better than Tennessee for the last several years, and those things are true. I do think Tennessee's trajectory is that of an upward trend as compared to South Carolina and Kentucky. So I am going to put Tennessee in that third spot in the SEC East. That is where I'm going to put them. I feel good about them being there. Now, so the question then becomes, they have the same distance to travel. Who has the easier path to get there? Well, one of those schools, Clint, has to jump over Georgia. Hey-o. And one of those schools has to jump over the Dan Mullen-coached Florida Gators, hmm. Clint. Hmm. So which path is the easier path? It's Tennessee's path. Tennessee has an easier path to be a top two school in the East than Florida does to be in uh, the SEC championship game winning the SEC East because Tennessee can technically compete for the SEC East and not have to beat Georgia. That's and exactly Florida, right. as we know, will never beat Georgia as well, long Dan as Dan is the coach. So, right. Right. so there we have it. There's your answer. Look, I think, I think for me, uh, this is fact as well. And if you guys, I know we like to make fun of Tennessee. I know it's a it's a joke. I know Jeremy Pruitt uh, is not the caliber that Kirby Smart is. But if you don't think Tennessee is going to be in a few years our biggest threat, you haven't been paying attention. Okay, Jeremy Pruitt is getting some guys. He's getting some coaches. Uh, and again, you have Dan Mullen who's down there getting 14th and 15th and 16th ranked recruiting classes. Okay. It's laughable, the difference between – and Florida fans think that they still believe that Dan Mullen is the answer to that program. It's 
it's hilarious uh, if it weren't so sad, but also it's hilarious that it is so sad because it's Florida. Because so, yeah, we, get, that is a fact. we get the benefit. That is a stone cold fact. We've got one more factor fiction coming up on this Friday show. All right, Clint. Let's get out of the SEC for a second. Okay. Let's talk about a topic that is near and dear to our hearts. A case of? It's a topic. It's a. Okay. Well, you just solidified my plans for after the recording. Uh, (laughs) Just a slight breeze is all that he needs to solidify those plans. (laughs) It's all I need to just be buffeted to and fro to wherever the queso is. Um, Let's talk about a subject that's near and dear to our hearts, and that is most annoying fan bases in college football. We. Yes. We've been talking about it since the early days of the podcast, Clint. Just back back when we didn't have a clue what we were doing. Oh, wait. That's oh, wait. Still, still today. That's, right now. Yes. Executive producer, intern Michael, please help us. Um, He's tried so many times. Let's talk about non-SEC fan base. We have, we have ranked uh-huh. our most annoying fan bases in the SEC. We might need to re-rank those, see if there's any. We should do a uh, an episode where we – Give ourselves the options to make revisions to our old takes. Yep. We dr- yep. we dredge up some of our old takes and we give ourselves the options not to formally apologize. No, I'm not no, talking no, about no, that. No, no. I'm saying like we rank the most annoying fan base in the SEC. Do we want to make a change? Do uh, we want to make an amendment? I like this. Uh, we should we should do that on the show. Uh, somebody write that down. Somebody email us that idea. Somebody, we somebody remind enough. us in a week. <laughs> somebody, somebody remind us because we will forget that idea. Um, all right, Clint. Fact or fiction? Clemson is the single most annoying fan base outside of the SEC. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so if you guys haven't been paying attention, Clemson fan, you're awful. You are just so awful. All right. You take right after your head coach. You really do. That that freaking Dabo is the most try-hard bro next to Jimbo Fisher and Dan Mullen. Okay, Dan Mullen has the crown. There's no taking it off his head. Jimbo no, Fisher is, is, is closely behind. And then Dabo is over there with his goofy looks. If, I've, if Goofy ever exemplified a person more than Dabo Sweeney, please tell me. Please stop me. Couldn't do it. Couldn't, Couldn't do it. Do Dab- it. Dabo Swinney is a caricature of Dabo Swinney. That's, That's exactly the thing. right. It's, it's cyclical. A, he is it's, it's like he's an like artist inception himself. I, I don't know how we did Correct. it. Correct. It is an absolute Leonardo DiCaprio situation where he has become the caricature of himself and yet he's still got a caricature of himself out there that he is becoming. How is that possible? But he's already become it. We don't know how it works. And Clint, yet it's don't try true. to figure it out. And yet it's and true. Yet here we are. So let me let me give you a couple schools that are on the list, okay? Okay. Texas. Please, please do. Hello. Hello. We just we just <laughs> gonna start with we're gonna start with orange, huh? We're just gonna go. You just you just said this one goes to eleven. Let me lay out freaking Matthew McConaughey and the Texas Longhorns all right, all right, on the all right. list. Okay, you got you okay. got Texas. If you spend any time in the Northwest, Oregon fan. My goodness. Listen to me. If my you hadn't spent any time in the Northwest, let me just educate you right now. Oregon fans suck. They are all awful. Bad. If you never have had the privilege to know one, then just go to sleep tonight and thank the Lord above for the lot that you have drawn in life. Really, truly, and honestly, okay. Uh, Oklahoma fan, up on the mm-hmm. list, Daniel. 
But I'm. I'm do you mean stick- Oklahoma fan or do you mean Lincoln Riley? I mean specifically. Both. I mean both part and okay. parcel. Again, look. the fact that Lincoln Riley technically qualifies as an Oklahoma fan raises the average by quite a bit for how annoying Oklahoma fans are. Like that's like a the coach actually skews the numbers correct grossly correct in terms of look yeah. look Dallas Cowboys went with. McCarthy as a head coach above Lincoln Riley. So all of you out there thinking he's going to make – they went with a has-been coach who got canned because the best quarterback in the league couldn't stand him anymore. Aaron Rodgers said pass. <laughs> I'm not. And they said, well, we only have Dak Prescott, so he's not good enough to make any decisions about who our coach is, so we'll take him. Yeah, that sounds good. Bring him on down. Uh, Daniel. Dan Mullen, protege, Dak Prescott. Oh. So is that – are you saying one of those schools is more annoying than Clemson? Or are you saying it's a fact that Clemson is the most annoying fan base outside the SEC? I'm giving you top schools in consideration, but I'm saying it is fact. Outside the SEC, Clemson is the most annoying fan base in all in college football, Daniel. Fact. Clint. You have wildly disappointed me with a slice. You came out firing with Texas, and I thought, okay, now we're on to something. Now this is a man who's got his head on his shoulders, who understands what's happening, because Texas is a fan base that is more annoying than Clemson. Period. More annoying. And then you throw out Oregon. Another fan base that I would say is more annoying than Clemson. Oh, my. That's right. Now, again, this is – I spent eight years living in the state of Oregon. I lived in the Pacific Northwest. And so y- y- when you're close to it, it's, it's, so it's worse. You have to listen to sports talk radio. Oh and I use, I'm using air qu- – I'm using heavy air quotes, friends, when I say sports talk radio. I am saying you have to listen to that in the Pacific Northwest. What was that moron some- that used to play – he had the talk r- show – uh, on AM, and he played at Oregon, and he would remind people every single day that he played oh, at Oregon. Yeah. Sully, or? just some ju- oh, absolute blowhards talking about SEC bias and East Coast bias, and just so how Oregon would be undefeated in the SEC every year because these these defenses couldn't handle Chip Kelly and his dynamic. Oh, sure, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, Clemson, though, Clint. Is is not even though I gave you two schools that are that are more annoying than them, but Clemson is not the third most annoying fan base outside the SEC. They're the fourth, okay, most annoying fan base outside the SEC. Who's three? And you didn't even name number one, Clint. Okay, let me see if I can guess it. Notre Dame. Oregon is three. Texas is two. Oh, and Notre Dame is not even close. Okay, what's number one? Oh, I I know. Okay, go ahead. Ohio yep. State Ohio University. State. Ohio State. I would like to. Have you met I would like anyone to, from I would Ohio like to, ever? I would like to amend. I, I public apology after two minutes. <laughs> yes. Public apology. Thank you. Public apology. That Ohio is, State. It's just nice when a man base. repents. And I, I'm sees here the to do so. I'm here. Do I, what is, sort of burnt offering do I need to bring? Unto just nice when someone jumps right out on the public no, apology. I Ohio need to State do fan, congratulations! Oh, you truly do belong in the SEC because you are an annoying sob. Like just that don't was the nicest thing my car. we could say to you. Literally, don't ever come. Don't ever come down my street. Don't ever shop at the grocery store near me. No. Uh, the Ohio no. State fan is truly the worst fan 
outside the SEC in college football, and it is not even remotely the oh the Ohio oh my gosh. cheer the they see each other on the side of the roads, and it's it it is akin to two meth gators chomping at each other from across the street. That's what it is. But That's what it but is. they are they're instead acting out the song YMCA. Only with the letters that spell Ohio, which um, is only three letters, uh, because that's—I mean, apparently that's those—that's the extent of their ability uh, to spell. Can't even can't throw a state in there. No, we ain't finished. Just that. Ohio, the Bobcats of Ohio, I believe, is the school that they cheer for. <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, Ohio State fans, man, so look, annoying. Look, Coach Day, as a fan base. I, I don't know. I don't know what felony you've committed already. I. I I don't know. I don't know why I hate you yet. But I do. But I know that you're the coach at Ohio State, so, so I do hate you. So all you my visceral hate is right towards yep. you, buddy. You are the worst. Um, man, we could go. I think that's my top four, though. I think Ohio State one, Clemson. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Texas. Texas two. Yeah. Oregon three. Clemson, Clemson four. And then tentatively Oklahoma 5, but I would need to give it some more thought. Yeah, we probably would need to give it more thought. Uh, hey, thanks for joining us on this episode. This wraps it up for us on the Locked on Bulldogs. Glad you joined us. If you just are itching for more podcast glory from Locked on, you can tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on NFL Draft. Uh, we will see you next week for more UGA fandom. See ya.